Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Queens of Twilight podcast. This is episode nine. I, I can never, like, keep track of the episode numbers. I think it's episode nine. So today I have a really cool special guest, and we're talking about cosplay again. And I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hi, I'm Megan. Um, I cosplay Rosalie for the Cullen Family Coven. Um, we started our group, like, a month ago about... And now we have over 200 followers on our group page, and um, it's exciting. That's fantastic. I'm so excited for you guys, because I remember when you started it, and I was like, this looks, like, the lineup looks really cool, and, like, you guys posted recent Jasper photos. Like, yes. That's fantastic. All right, so before we really start, I'm going to go in and read just a little bit of Rosalie's backstory, or not particularly backstory, but um, just a little bit about her uh, from the Illustrated Guide. So she was born in 1915. Um, the date of transformation was late 1933 at the age of 18. So we all know that Carlisle um, basically bit her and she became a vampire. <laughs> yeah. And then um, she's known for her past with the sexual assault and she's known for being powerful because of that. And she, like, took down all those men. And she saved her fiancé. He was her fiancé, right? Yeah, he was her fiancé at that point. I was about to say ex-husband, but I was like, no, that's not right. Um, so he, she saved him for last. And she's known for being really beautiful. And her luscious blonde hair and her outfits. And Megan does a really great job at displaying like, who Rosalie is and her outfits. But I have a bunch of questions for Megan, and I really want to go through and um, see her thoughts on everything. So, first question is, how do you feel about cosplaying her? Um, I feel that I just, I try my best to do justice to the character, because in the films, She's really portrayed as just this mean, horrible girl for, like, the first three. And then she finally opens up a little bit, and you understand, like, why she's why she acts like this towards Bella. And in the last, like, two and a half movies, I guess, after that point in Eclipse, she really, like, warms up a little bit. And I really appreciate where she comes from in Breaking Dawn, just because she's, like, really protective over the baby and everything, which is nice for Bella, because... No one else was there for her at that point. And I feel like they finally actually become sisters at that point. But I just try and do her justice and not make her out to be this, like, horrible person that you might see her as. Because she has a lot more depth than that. Yeah. And we can always appreciate, like, a character that develops and really shows us who they are on the inside. Yeah, you know? like, she has a beautiful character arc. And, like, she moves forward so much. Yes, yes. I, I love that about her. She's, it, she has this, like, hard shell, and then, you know, it softens. Exactly. So, how did you get into cosplaying? So, I know, but a lot of viewers don't know, or listeners don't know. Yeah. So, this is, like, my first real cosplay, because I've been to, like, cons and stuff before where I've, like, dressed up as characters, but it's been more of, like, a Disney-bound type thing that I've done. It's not, like, a full cosplay, and this is the first one where I've gone full out with the wig and the clothes and I'm trying to get contacts because my eyes suck. <laughs> and yeah, just this is like my first one where I've gone full out and really tried with it. And 
I think that shows because I don't know what I'm doing as much as like other cosplayers might know what they're doing more. Yes. But I'm trying my best to just like bring her to life in my own way and make yeah. her different. Well, I think you're doing a fantastic job. I I really like that you're going all out and it just shows like your dedication. It shows like you're really interested and you have a bunch of other people in your group who cosplay as well. We'll get into that later. Um, <laughs> but um, what cosplay group are you in? Actually, no, let's go into that now. I changed my mind. <laughs> the Cullen Family Coven. We have an Instagram presence and then we all have our own like Instagrams for our characters. Well, you guys are slowly growing and you're getting more members and members are changing and I'm so excited for it. And do you want to name off, like, a few of your members or anything like yeah. that or tell us a little bit about them? So, um, a lot of you might know Alex. She runs the Bella Cullen Saga. She's our Bella. And then Sam, Lady Melody of Sam, she, um, she's our Alice. And then we have a lot of cosplayers from different countries. Um, Norman is from Poland and he's Edward. And then um, our Renesme is from... Lithuania I believe it is somewhere in Europe um and then our Garrett from our Denali coven is um from Germany I love that I, I think it's cool how you're bringing um people from the Denali coven into this cosplay group like I like how it's not limited yeah and we also have um our wolf pack and then our Volturi oh and our Victoria Charlie she's from um Australia Wow. Wow. You guys are from all over the world now. That's amazing. It's it's like you can bring all these people together just from their love of Twilight and wanting to portray a character and, exactly. you know, highlight them for who they are. So when you pick out outfits for Rosalie, how do you how do you pick out outfits for her? Like, what is your mindset or something like that? So I have looked a lot at the prop auction that they did a couple years back at that website and it has um all of her outfits from the movies and a lot of those picture sets for each outfit has a tag and each tag tells you exactly what items were in that outfit including like all the undergarments and everything so what i've been doing is i mostly go through and if i can't find like that item like on ebay or anything I look at what the item looks like and then I find something similar online that's available now and I get that and um, I have done some things that are from my own closet or I've gone to like Plato's closet or a thrift store and tried to find stuff and I just try and stay true to like what her style was in the movies because in the films you just know that she or in the books you know you know that she's beautiful and everything but it doesn't like talk about her clothes at all and I want to know what her clothes look like. So I just go through and I find things that are similar or that would look like something that she would have worn. Um, and then I do looks from like different time periods because, you know, she's been a vampire for the last 110 years at this point, like as of 2020. So I just look at things that I think that she would have worn in like the 30s or I just got a dress that I think she would have worn in the 50s. It's like pink and it has some flowers and it's got a really cool neckline and I'll be doing some pictures in that at some point in the next couple weeks. But yeah, I just try and find things that either she wore in the movies or are similar to what she would have worn. 
I love that. I I think it's also kind of fun to just go shopping at the, like thrift stores or Plato's Closet, which I love that store. Um, <laughs> and you're just kind of like a fashion designer at that point. You're and you put yourself in that mindset. You get a lot of creative liberties just because she isn't on screen the same way Bella and Edward are like all the time. So you have more liberty to like make up your own outfits because even Alice has like very specific looks that are recognizable. But Rosalie doesn't really have any of those looks, except for the first movie, the cafeteria scene. I, I would say that that's her most iconic look. I agree. Have I that agree. her pants in the mail right now. <laughs> that's so cool. I, I, I love the pictures you're doing with the foliage and the leaves and the way the light hits your face. I think that's, like, fantastic. And... I, for those of you who haven't seen it, I totally recommend to go onto her Instagram. It is rosaliehale.cosplay, and I'm going to link it. Um, I have to remind myself to link it, <laughs> because I always forget to link things. But it's it's really cool, and I think if anybody else who wants to get into cosplay should definitely like check out her page and whatnot. So we yeah, for inf- inspiration for reference, ask me questions. I will do my best to help you along if I can. That's really nice of you. So you have a wig for Rosalie, yes. and do you style her wig, or how does that go? Because I know wigs can be really, really tough to style, and you can lose hair if you <laughs> when yeah. you're brushing it and <laughs> stuff like that. So naturally, I have dark, really curly hair. It's like to my shoulders at this moment. Um, And so what I do is I do like pin curls underneath the wig cap, and then I put the wig on. But as for the wig, um, first I had one from Amazon that wasn't the best, and I didn't realize it had bangs until it showed up in the mail. And so I had to like put it out of my face. And that wig shed a lot, and it stuck to my back really badly if I was wearing like a tank top or something. So... I've since retired that wig, and um, I got a new one from Wig is Fashion. Um, A lot of my friends get wigs from there, because their wigs are pretty good quality, and they're not that expensive. It's like $50, and they're lace front with, like, the clips inside of them, and they come with, like, a wig cap and everything. And, yeah, they're really nice. So I got one of those, and I have a long, blonde, like, loose curl one. And so that's the one that I'm currently using. It's a lot nicer, and the color is a lot better on it. It's a lot lighter, um, and it has, like, some highlighted pieces, so there's, like, dimension to it. And um, I have another one coming in the mail that's more straight, so it's more like her Eclipse look, where it's just that long, straight, light, lighter blonde. And then I have another one that's sitting in my cart that I'm waiting to order and it's like a more golden blonde one, and it's curly again, so that would be more her Breaking Dawn look. So mm-hmm. yeah, I have I have three wig ideas, or I don't know, I have like three wigs that I will cycle through just to, you know, make it so that it's not just always Twilight Rosalie, like we get Rosalie from the other films. Yeah, I like that idea though, because then it it shows how your character like transforms and whatnot and exactly. stuff like that. I didn't know that you could buy wig. I didn't know that website. Um, I just assumed like Amazon might be a good place, but yeah, that's, that stinks that the wig would like stick to you. Yeah. It, yeah. I just like, I took off my cardigan because it was really hot when I went to go take pictures one day and 
it like stuck to my back and my shoulders and because I was sweating you know we're outside in the 90 degree heat taking pictures in Virginia and I'm just like you know this wig is not cutting it so I needed to get a new one and I wore it for like one photo shoot and decided to get a new one and then I wore it for another photo shoot while I waited for the other one to come in the mail and I was like you know I can't wait for this new one I can only imagine I bet you were so excited to get in the mail yeah, it showed up, and I, like, wasn't expecting it, so I got this big box, and I was like, what is in here? So then I opened it up, and I was like, ooh, my wig. And I <laughs> went to put it on, and I was like, can we go take cosplay pictures today? Because my roommate, Tegan, she's wonderful. She takes all of my pictures, and then our other roommate, AJ, usually goes with us, and AJ, like, holds my keys in my phone, and Aww. they are responsible for having held the leaves in front of my face for a lot of those pictures. That's fantastic, though. You gotta love supporting roommates, like I said before. it's It just makes it all the more fun, and then, you know, it can be, like, an activity that all you guys all do. and Exactly. It's, like, our group thing that we do, and my boyfriend hasn't come with us, but, like, he's supportive of it. He watches me get into my cosplay, and he's like, okay, have fun. <laughs> hey, he's supportive, and that's all that matters. Exactly. You know? So, when you do her makeup, this wasn't on the list of questions, but I think it'd be cool to talk about, um... What do you, do you look at her past looks? Do you look at, like, 1920s makeup? Do you look at, like, the makeup through the decades, like you were saying before with your outfits? Or how does that go? Yeah, so when I did the shoot where I went down to the beach with the big umbrella, that was supposed to be, like, a 1920s look that I was going for. Um, So I didn't do, like, winged eyeliner or anything. I just did, like, straight liner and her signature mole and I didn't do super intense eyeshadow or anything and her eyebrows were a little bit more soft than I normally would have done for her and yeah so that's about that for the 1920s look um for her more current looks that I do I usually do like browns and reds for the eyeshadow and I make sure I do that like underline like the eyeshadow under her bottom lashes because that's like a staple for most of her looks in the movies. Um, and then I do like a really small winged eyeliner and then always the mole, obviously, and the necklace. Um, and then her eyebrows are fairly dark, which is helpful for me just because my eyebrows are dark because of my hair. Um, so I fill them in um, pretty darkly for her, more like darker than I would do for myself normally. Um, and then I like to wear lashes for her because she's, like, such a glamorous, beautiful person that I think they really top off the look. Um, and then I always just pick a lipstick. Usually I do, like, a pink or, like, a nudish pink kind of color. But for the 1920s look, I did red because I think that was very Rosalie, very, like, obvious and out there. I, I totally agree. Like, looking back at the photos, it just makes her more, or makes you and, like, the red lip makes her more elegant. I guess you can exactly. I'm explaining that right. Um, and then the umbrella that you have with the flowers is really nice, and I feel like that's a nice touch to who Rosalie is. And, you know, it's just very, um, I don't want to say dainty, but that's kind of, like, the word that's coming to my mind. Yeah. Dainty and pretty. Gra- it was my grandma's umbrella. Um, yeah, so I keep it in my car a lot of the time, just in case it starts raining, so that I have one. And the day that we went to the beach to take those pictures, it was raining, so I was like, well, 
I have an umbrella and I pulled it out and I was like, wait, this would actually be perfect for this look. So worked out really well. <laughs> hey, that's great. Sometimes things just pop, fall into place, honestly. So with your other posts or with future posts, like you said, you have this pink dress and do you have like other outfits you want are looking to coordinate or stuff yeah. like that? I really want to put together a look from the battle scene in Eclipse once I get that straight wig in the mail. Um, I just need to find a good jacket replica. Um, I have, like, the pants because she has, like, the cargo pockets and everything on those. And then, like, a black top that's similar enough. It's really just a black cami. But, yeah, I just need to get a jacket. And um, I think she just wears sneakers for that look. And I'll have that look ready, and I can go out to the Nolan Trail, which is where I take all my pictures for the most part, and we can go get some good shots. Hey, I can't, I'm, I'm excited to see it. I can't wait. Yeah, and there's um park near my apartment, and it's got, like, the Nolan Trail, and it's, like, one of those, like, open-to-the-public places, and you can, like, walk through the woods and whatever. And then there's also, um, it's near Virginia Beach, if you know where that is. And so we have, like, a lot of water around us, obviously. So there's this place, um, there's, like, this big bridge. And for some of my pictures, we went down there, and we went to the beach, and we got some pictures, like, on the rocks. And then we got more, like, beachy pictures and pictures of me on a tree that was, like, down in the water. And, yeah, it's, like, it's a really good spot that my roommate, Tegan, uh, knew about just because she's lived in the area longer than I have. So she took me down there and we were like, yeah, let's go take some pictures. Because those first pictures, we went to go to the Nolan Trail and it was closed because of Corona. So we ended up taking pictures outside of our college. Oh, no, I can't believe the trail was closed just because of Corona. Yeah, we were like, oh, okay, I guess we'll go make this work. But, you know, we got some really good pictures for having taken them outside of the school. Like we were literally right by the parking garage and we were like, you know, it works. Hey, whatever works. And they still look good. You posted those, right? Yeah, the first ones. Yeah, Yeah. they still look good. It was actually hard to even tell the difference between the trail and the the parking and or near the parking garage. Good old campus. (laughs) (laughs) So, Twilight Saga Coven's. I don't know if you've seen their post, but they did. Yeah, they did a really awesome edit of uh, like a little montage of your photos, and it looks fantastic. It. They blended them together so well, and they're also highlighting um, just cosplay, and they even show, I think it's your Renesmee. Yeah, they do. They also do an edit of. But yeah, I, I saw that edit yesterday, and I was really blown away, because like, you know, I have like 200 followers on my account. It's not like I'm like a big cosplayer by any means and I really just do this for me for fun and the fact that anyone likes my cosplay enough to make an edit of me I was really surprised I was like wow like I'm really appreciative that someone likes my work that much I was just kind of blown away because she also makes edits of the Olympic coven which like a lot of people do that because the Olympic coven is amazing and they're like the best Twilight cosplayers out there and I really look up to them but like the fact that someone made an edit of me next to them, I was like, oh, wow. Hey, I think it's an honor, and I think it's really cool And to think that this person just started an account just because they want to highlight cosplayers. Like, I love that, you know? Yeah, 
blown away. <laughs> they did a fantastic job too. I was like, oh wow, okay. Like yeah. they chose like the right photos to fit with each other. Yeah. There were five really nice cohesive looks and I was like, wow, nice. <laughs> so do you would you want to play any other Cullen or someone from the Denali Coven um, or anybody from the Twilight universe? Yeah. Um, I really want to do an Alice cosplay just because I have some of her clothes. Um, I have a wig sitting in my cart with the other Rosalie wig that I really want to get. And I yeah. think it would just be really cool to play Alice also because like, I feel like my face might be better for her just because, like, I have dark hair and I don't look quite as, like, there's not so much of a contrast as I, as there is with, like, the blonde wig on my head. Because, like, I look fine blonde. It's just my eyebrows are really dark. So I feel like Alice might be a better look for my face, but I still really love cosplaying Rosalie and she will always be my favorite person to do. She looks like she's, like, a lot of fun to get in character as. and She is, um, yeah. As for Alice, I I think that'd be really interesting to see you as an Alice, especially because you do have the clothes. Um, maybe you and Sam should do like a a little swap for like a day and <laughs> see what see what turns out. <laughs> I think that'd be a lot of fun. That maybe. would be interesting because like me, Sam, and Alice, we like we have our little group chat and. Alice is always like, you guys are like the Rosalie and Bella to my Alice, and like, that's what Sam says, and yeah, it's just like, it's funny that we now cosplay those people. Yes, yes, it'd be like character roulette. Exactly. (laughs) I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um, So is there anything else you would like to talk about, or is anything cool? Because I, I'm open. I mean, I just think that, like, cosplay is for everyone. So if you're considering getting into it and you don't know how or, like, you don't have any idea what you're doing, you don't have to have any idea what you're doing. Because, like, you you have creative liberties a lot with a lot of the Twilight characters, like, especially the Denali's and, like, the Volturi, because there isn't, a whole lot of information about them um so you can take those liberties and just make them your own character and um yeah there's a lot of resources online and there's a lot of cosplayers that you can take inspiration from so if you want to get into cosplay or start your own coven or like join ours or whatever you know we're always open to that and like if you need help like finding those resources you can dm me i'm always here you know I'm glad if I can like I don't really know what I'm doing but I guess I have a better handle on it than I did a month ago exactly and you're having fun and like you said you don't have to know what you're doing it's it's something that you decided you were into and you wanted to explore and you continued and hey you're going strong exactly like and I I'm very close to, like, 200 followers on my account, and I'm still kind of surprised that enough people like me for that. Like, people like me that much. Well, I think that's fantastic. It, I think yeah. you're doing it. Like, I know I say that I think you're doing a great job, but a lot of other people probably do as well. Because yeah. they're following you. <laughs> 
and I hope this I hope this podcast will really put you out there more. We don't have like a lot of followers either, but it's still just fun, you know. Yeah. yeah. I I've been thinking about this, and I, I know it might be like a little weird, but I think your your nose stud like really adds to like the Rosalie aesthetic. I don't know why. Yeah, I you know I think Rosalie would look pretty badass with a nose ring. And for, like, some of my shoots, I'm like, I should take it out and just wear, like, my clear studs so that it's not quite so obvious. And I did for one of them. But I just feel like my face looks weird without my nose ring just because I've had it pierced since I was 18. So now it's been, like, four years and I don't know what I look like without my nose ring. It's become so, a part of you. Yeah, it's it's part of my face at this point. So I just, I think it adds something to Rosalie. I think it's fun. I think that's a lot of fun. Another thing I just thought of, do you ever have those, like, moments where you get frustrated because your your dark hair shows through your wig and you're like, oh, man, I got to retake this photo or can I edit this out? Yeah, um, my biggest issue was with that first wig. It, like, didn't come down in front of my ears almost at all. So you could see, like, my sideburn areas really prominently if I put the wig behind my ears whatsoever. So that one was just a pain. And then the new wig I got, since it has, like, the lace front and it comes down in front of my ears and everything, it's a lot better. But, like, the first time I put it on, I, like, couldn't make it stick to my head. Like, I couldn't get the lace to lay down right because I didn't have the right stuff for it and whatever. And I, you know, I'd gotten it in the mail that day. I wasn't expecting to go take pictures immediately. And I was like, well, I want to put it on now. So I did. (laughs) So I I think the next time I go out and take pictures and everything... I have spirit gum now to, you know, attach it to my face. So I don't think it'll be as much of a problem with it, like, slipping and, like, well, it didn't really slip because it had um, the clips inside of it, but, like, or the combs, I guess. But, like, my little baby hairs would come through and you could, like, see them in the lace. And I have a pretty prominent widow's peak. So it's kind of, like, you have to pull the wig down far enough on your forehead that it doesn't look weird. But it covers the widow's peak. That is the hardest part of the wig for me. Wow, that sounds really difficult. I never knew there was so much to putting on a wig. Cause, yeah. Like, you see those wigs where they just have that little um, slip of something, and it just, like, attaches to their head. and it, Yeah, it, the lace. Yeah, like, like you were talking about before, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> There's a lot to wigs, because if you get one that doesn't have a lace front the hairline is, like, very obviously not yours, and there's not a good way to get it, like, to attach to your head and stay down. Um, And if a wig has, like, bangs, it's another story. It doesn't need lace at that point because the bangs will, you know, cover the hairline, obviously. But, like, ones without bangs, it's, like, you, you need lace or it doesn't lay down right and it looks a little off, looks a little wacky. Yeah. Hmm. That sounds so difficult. <laughs> yeah, I think my favorite thing about my current Rosalie wig is that um, you can part it in whatever direction you want. It's like straight back works. You can do it on the sides. You can do it in the middle. You could, you know, do like a half ponytail with it and it would look fine. Like the wefting on it is really well done. So it's just... And they're all, like, hand-tied in the front on the lace, so, like, you can part it in whatever way. It's it's really nice. And it doesn't have that distinct, like, plasticky-looking part in the middle, which is really nice. Oh. 
Yeah, I guess I guess there's like a difference between like like you said the plasticky and like looking more synthetic and looking real and Yeah. I can only imagine the one that you originally got was more synthetic because of it, like, sticking to your back and more plasticky. And It was very plasticky. This current one I have is also th- synthetic, but it's, like, softer. It's, it's like, really soft to touch it. And you can, like, brush it out without it, like, tangling back up immediately, which is really nice. Um, yeah, I like this current wig a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I used to have some friends who, they used to, like, brush out their wigs because they were in the cosplaying um, different um, people from different animes and stuff like that. And you would just see this, like, pile of hair on the floor. It would it would just be a nightmare. And then they had to, like, wash them in the tub with, like, hot water. And, like, the softener. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be afraid yeah, to put, like, I- fabric softener. Yeah, I, I tried that with the Amazon wig. Didn't really go well. It didn't dry very well at all. Um, the style held up surprisingly well, considering that I wet the plastic in hot water. Um, and it was softer after that, for sure. Uh-huh. But the hair was, like, shedding really badly. And at that point, I didn't have a wig brush. I just had, like, my regular hairbrush. So I was just kind of trying to brush it out with that as gently as I could. And it was just shedding all over the place. I didn't even know there was wig brushes. Yeah, there's like special ones and the bristles are like um, like U-shaped um, and they go back down into the brush, like the top of the U goes into the brush. So they're like, the wig hair doesn't get like stuck in them the way they would with like a regular bristle brush or anything. Huh. Um, yeah. Wow, okay. And they're a lot gentler on the hair, so you're not, like, ripping it out of the wig. That makes a lot more sense about it being more gentle on the hair, because I'd be afraid, you know, I, I love using, like, the detangler brush that I have on my hair, because yeah. it's, like, thick, but I, I can only imagine. <laughs> yeah, like, I have a wet brush, because I have really thick, curly hair, and that's, like, the only thing that I can, you know, brush my hair with without it, like, pulling out my actual head hair. Yeah, um, yeah I just... It was not gentle enough on the wig. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for enlightening me on that. I am this is fantastic. We we should have another episode soon, uh, and we can talk about like like when you receive your new wigs and stuff yeah. like that. And, yeah. Once I have more content up. Yes. Yes. Alrighty. Well. That's all I have for now, unless you can think of anything more you want to mention or anything like that. Um, I love Rosalie, and she deserved better. <laughs> <laughs> did you see those stickers? Yes, I did. <laughs> I'm going to order them once they're like, um, like on pre-order or once they're released or whatever, because, you know, Rosalie does deserve better. Yes. Yes, she does. And Jacob deserved better. That was that was another sticker that somebody made. He really did. <laughs> Poor Jacob. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> Alrighty. Everybody, this is the end of the Queens of Twilight podcast, episode nine. I'm calling it episode nine, whether it is or not. <laughs> um, we will be back with Megan and see her adventures on cosplaying Rosalie and how she grows as a character and how she gathers um all of rosalie's stuff i totally hope that made sense um because my brain is like totally out of it this morning (laughs) 
All right, everybody. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it was a lot of fun.